0: Hey everybody, have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew,
1: insert player name here,
0: was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution, the Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB. PGA, or eSports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and eSports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event, meaning if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, Each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And, since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus. On your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify.
1: Welcome back to another episode, episode 21 to be exact, of ROOM303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon-Mendez, and this is my co-host, Nicholas Moran.
0: I don't know if you saw my mouth move a little bit. I was like, oh. I I saw you
1: twitch in anticipation. I was just like, not giving it to you. Not giving
0: it to him. (laughs) Hey, Jermaine, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. Just took a little nap. So I'm rested and rejuvenated for this fine podcasting session. Excited to hear about this trivia. And, you know, all the exciting news in the sports world. Plus, we're going to be covering UFC 252. Who doesn't like seeing people get hit in their face?
0: Yep, that is the ultimate of uh, the ultimate gladiatorial sport. I also took a two and a half hour nap today, uh, and had my grad school orientation. So that was that's. How was that? It's pretty fun. It was good. Yeah. Was it, it was, was
1: it as pompous as I made it out to seem when we were talking?
0: No, not at all, Did dude. Uh, it's pretty cool. There's there's a bunch of people that. There's a bunch of people who actually work in sports right now, obviously, but there's a there's a bunch of dudes who dudes and dudes dudes being non non gender biased, um, who are coming from outside the sports world. Like I know one dude was a banker for ten years. And it's just I I think it's really cool because you're gonna get the uh, you're gonna get the experience of people that have worked in the sports world, but also get people that like that guy who has a totally different thing that I've never thought about, which is the banking side of it. So yeah. That's yeah. Like cool.
1: sports finance. That's a pretty good, yeah. Pretty, that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be should... awesome to, to, sh- to shoot like, you know, to at the end of this class, it's just shoot a dude a message and be like, Hey, yo dude, I had a finance question. And for him to be like, I know what you went through and I know you. So here's like, here's the answer. I think that's, that's really cool. And everybody there, I mean, I, I kind of feel like a, I kind of, and, and this is always a good feeling to have, i I guess in the long run it's a good feeling to have but just sitting through this orientation i mean i'm just kind of like holy cow i am a small fish in a big big pond when it comes to the rest of my classmates
1: were you guys in in blazers and laughing like oh
0: no there wasn't a there wasn't a bunch of old white men in there there wasn't a bunch of old country club white men in there
1: That's exactly how I pi- pictured this. <laughs> <little>.
0: Sports <laughs> management. <laughs> how are we going to manage? How are we going to manage the players, the ruffians? <laughs> oh, young rat stallion.
1: You're, right.
0: <laughs> You're right. It was it was like a meeting of Harvard Skull and Bone Society. I'm just downplaying it. <laughs> Shut up the our, <laughs> Shout out to uh, We all got our We all got our 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 nice uh, printed logo uh varsity jackets on and i sat there and said how are we gonna control the sports world blah, 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 blah.
1: that embroidered hook bro <laughs> what
0: it is so All right, yeah. well, now, well now i'm not gonna make it because now i've revealed my secret sign my secret uh, society of temple skull and bones oh don't worry but as jermaine alluded to we have an awesome trivia question it's awesome every week but this one I take special pride in because I made it this week and apparently that's something I don't give you guys very often if you listen to the ramblings and rants of my ridiculous co-host. But the My, tr-
1: my rambling and rants? Mr. Yes, I have, your, have one daily rant about the MLB, Listen, listen, which this podcast you can expect later.
0: This podcast. I actually don't think I have a rant this week.
1: Dude, tick the first I'll, bullet on MLB I'll, you I'll
0: right. come up I'll come up with one. I, I, I it it'll, it'll just it, it has to come naturally. It rises in you like a good like a good cake. It will rise. Are we starting
1: uh, that website?
0: Did, did I- <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about a website idea that we're going to start later, yeah. But the trivia question. So, uh Johannes uh, Corposalo was the uh was the goalie that set the record. For number of saves in a game, 85 saves. And he lost, unfortunately. But in he honor of that,
1: he shattered the uh, previous record.
0: Yeah, yeah, in honor of that, speaking of Jermaine, although a great lead in, you must be a professional podcaster. Speaking oh, ho, 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 of what,
1: oh, young rapscallion.
0: <laughs> what was the previous record for saves in an NHL game prior to this young man's performance? That's our trivia question. And the bonus question which goalie has made the most saves in a game and got a shutout so most saves in a game and allowed zero goals?
1: That's a fun one.
0: Yeah I don't I, be- I, I don't believe he I- was I believe he's tied for eighth on the single game list. So this goalie that that had the most saves and a shutout was tied for eighth all time saves in a game. So again the question is what's a, what was the previous record for single game saves? in an NHL game prior to Corpo performance. And the bonus question, which goalie has made the most saves and allowed zero goals, a.k.a. gotten a shutout?
1: All right, so I think it's the same player for both. Wrong. Patrick Waugh.
0: Oh, got to love Patty Roy.
1: And it had to be 62 saves for both. So same person, same number.
0: (laughs) So would you call that a four-part answer? Yes, you almost have one part right. I'll give you—you you have ten percent of that answer right. <laughs> you have ten percent of that answer almost in the area. Of being correct. <laughs> I was informed. I was. I was. I was informed this uh, this weekend or this this week by friend of the podcast Nevada, Nevada Putnam shout out that uh, I said last week when we were talking about NFL officials that I said NFL players don't get compensation well he informed me that I was in fact incorrect Jermaine and the NFL players who opt out if they are high risk get $350,000 and all others get $150,000 which I kind of thought was ridiculous so I thought about it first and I was like "Eh, that's not a lot of money for NFL players but then I thought to myself that's a lot of money for people to just not work
1: (laughs) You were burying them for giving 50k to the
0: to, to, to the, the, the refs. official 30k, I believe it was 30k. And now you're hot. And, they're and now I'm hot so because 3 $150 for me to to for me to train for a season?
1: 150k to sit at home, dog.
0: That's insane. That's the best welfare I've ever heard of.
1: <laughs> Yo Congress take notes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, wow. In other NFL news, Madden released a trailer today oh, for a 6v6 mode in Madden which is basically uh it's called backyard mode but it's a basically NFL street with like different uniforms and with stuff. With
0: flashier uniforms, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so what are your thoughts Nick?
0: Okay. I have a couple of thoughts on this, right? Thank you, thank you for the great lead in Jermaine. So basically what Madden 21, when it comes out, what we're going to have is now with this new backyard mode, we have essentially a shitty version of NFL Street. They have a mode in there that's their QB1 face of the franchise, whatever you want to call it, rising superstar, whatever Madden has called it in the last couple of years. It's career mode. That's basically, and, and, and you now you have the option to play two years of NCAA football at a certain number of select schools. So essentially, you've given me a shitty version of NFL Street. And you've combined it with a shitty version of the NCAA football games, with updated graphics, by the way. So now, so, so we see how good NCAA football could look on a next-generation console. And then you've all stuffed it inside a version of shitty Madden, in which the goal is to get on Ultimate Team and pay you more money to EA than you paid them in than, than the seventy bucks you paid them in the beginning to get the game. And pay more money so that you can unlock a ninety nine overall Bo Jackson or whatever you want to unlock. So yeah, Th- those are my thoughts. You've given me you've given me three shitty games. You've, you've given me three great games inside of one shitty one.
1: Yeah, as soon as as soon as I saw the trailer, I was just. Pulled it, went to Twitter and instantly tweeted, just give us a remake of NFL Street. We don't want another Madden. It's
0: ridiculous. EA Sports, you literally have the market by the balls right now in that you can release and promote and do anything that you want with NFL Street and NCAA football, and you're going to make insane amounts of money, and yet you shove them into Madden, just to tease us because you go, look, our developers can work on this and we had them work on it. But it's not really a priority for you guys because we know you're going to buy Madden anyway and they be like, oh, this is what NCAA football could look like if Madden cared. They don't. You know why? Because you pay them billions of dollars a year to buy shitty Madden games, which haven't been good since Madden 10.
1: Speaking of... Of stacks of paper. How about the tight end position cashing in today?
0: Did so. George,
1: George Kittle got paid five for 75, $15 million a year. That puts him just under Jarvis Landry if you put him in the receiver range.
0: And he deserves every penny of it.
1: Oh,
0: 100%. One of the things that we don't talk about when we talk about George Kittle is the praise that has heaped been heaped upon him by his fellow offensive linemen and defensive lineman across the league that says this dude does not block like a tight end this dude blocks like an offensive lineman and then all of a sudden he's running a route and catching a ball and streaking down the field for a touchdown he's a do it he's a do everything tight end
1: yeah he's he's definitely a reincarnation of Gronk so i think yeah. i think that's money I, well spent i would i would say
0: he's board. even i would even say he's a better blocker than Gronk
1: ooh I don't know about that. Gronkowski was a savage at blocking.
0: Modern yeah, in the last three bias. years, he's been non-existent.
1: <laughs> okay, recency bias.
0: Still so- better than, uh, still better than Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP in Madden, though. Oh, shout out! There's another shout out for shitty Madden.
1: Oh man, dumb Madden. Uh, speaking uh, his, of, his,
0: his brother also, his brother also, not his brother, but his fellow tight end. Travis Kelsey also got paid. Those details haven't been released, but it's apparently Patrick Mahomes tweeted six more years. So I would assume it's, it's some length of contract over six years.
1: Yeah. I think, I think what it is, is he's on deal for, uh, for this year. And then they gave him a five-year extension. I could be, I could be incorrect because they haven't given us the, uh, the, the, you know, the deets.
0: So Jermaine, let's let's go to a let, let's go to a recurring theme on this podcast. G- GMs right now are killing it in the NFL, killing it and extending people on their rookie contracts. And Jermaine, do you know who's not who continues to not kill it? Running backs, <laughs> NFL running backs. What what are you doing,
1: dude? George Kittle just made fifteen million as a tight end. Who's the highest paid running back? I'm looking that up right now.
0: Probably CMC, right? Per average, or is it or is it still is it Zeke?
1: So he gets 16 million a year, right? You had it correct. McCaffrey, 16 million. A year. Zeke has 15 million a year. Tight ends are getting paid the same as running backs now. They yeah. continue to get buried.
0: Why they are you holding don't, out? They why don't, do you keep holding out? It's over. Your reign of terror is over. You can't hold out. You couldn't hold out before, really. But now GMs are kind of being like, okay, I'm tired of you guys holding out, so I'm going to pay other positions. I just want to see GMs start paying linemen. Like just
1: <laughs> speaking of defensive tackle Dion, uh Dion uh man Her- Dion Hawkins for the Buffalo Bills. he just got four four years sixty million. There you go. That's fifteen a year <laughs> De- yeah, yeah. Dion Dawkins
0: hey so so NFL running backs, I know you listen to this podcast, so stop holding out. It doesn't work.
1: And block for Alex Smith better. H- had to get that dig in there on running back stock. Speaking of running backs, Alvin Kamara, right? Tore his MCL last year. Oh, Jesus. Missed God. two games with an injury after week six, right? Still finished with 1,330 on. total yards.
0: Hold on. You're telling me that one of the three ligaments that he needs to operate his knee, like just in daily life, <laughs> he tore it in week six, you said? Week six, yeah. Missed two and games. Played the next, and played the next, will missed two games, but played the next eight, eight weeks with a torn MCL?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Jesus. That's wild, bro. That dude, that dude's going to be ball in this year. He's got something to prove.
0: Yeah, pick him. Pick him second in fantasy.
1: So we we touched on Corpusalo's 85 saves and a loss. But just a quick little extra nugget on that. That game went six hours and 13 minutes.
0: Yeah, he walks in that locker room and nobody gets to say a word. <laughs> he gets he gets to do all the talking, which is hey guys, I hate to really be I hate to be the bad guy in the room right now, but I stopped Eighty-five <laughs> vulcanized rubber discs over six hours. Do you guys wear masks and pads and a f- girdle? Oh, you don't. He told him, oh. oh,
1: "You can walk to the hotel bubble." <laughs> I'm taking the bus by myself.
0: <laughs> That's right. Since none of you know how to score at least one goal in four hours, I I, I will be I, I will be commandeering the bus. You guys can walk home.
1: As we as we pod right now, I'm currently watching the Blazers versus the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm very much pulling for one of my favorite players in the league, Dame, Dame Dalla, Lillard. And Jimmy G, those are my two favorite players in the league, so just I'm pulling for job. him. And I, I, it's just a game. Hey, this is just his job.
0: It's just his job. <laughs> it's
1: just his job. So we'll find out. By the end of the day, who gets the eight and nine seed in the West and who plays on Saturday? That game is going to be so much fun. Speaking of Damian Lillard, who is currently reignited hooping, he's dropped 60-plus points this year three times. He joined Elite Company, which is one other person. Jesus. In Wilt Chamberlain to do it in a single season. Holy cow. So our NBA model we're going to have to start factoring in that Westbrook won't be playing in the playoffs. So whatever they're you know p- hitting out for the Rockets, we might just have to fade it.
0: There's a way there's a way to to modify this model with actual like you can break this down cuz it's, it's such simple stats, right? You can break it down to individual players that are in the lineup. Okay. Right. That's kind of the move. That's going to be the move going forward. I just don't have the time to do it right now. Yeah, because it's a lot of players, and and the team and the team thing right now is giving us fantastic results. So I don't see really a need a need to change it. But there is a there is a way to build it into the model that you have individual lineups. So if Russell Westbrook isn't playing, you can plug an average player in there based on average player stats, and it'll give you. What the Rockets should score based on a, a player of non Russell Westbrook caliber, but that'll come in following
1: years. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something that we'll have to build into it. So the final bit of NBA news we got this week is uh, 19- oh, Nike, and, and
0: and 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 congrats to you. So so basically, all, this whole time I've been running and operating the model, I was indisposed this morning, and Jermaine successfully navigated all my freaking beautiful mind graphs and charts to to type in a couple of numbers and and when i opened it i expected it to be not an insult to your intelligence but an insult to all this how i have all the stuff laid out i expected it to just be be ransacked
1: yeah uh no actually I, I think i pieced it together a little bit i think that's a beautiful mind as well being able to read a beautiful mind well, that's, <laughs>
0: well, that's, that's probably why we're both two professional podcasters here getting stuff done is because we both know how to how to interpret You really only need to spend like 10 minutes with it, and you're like, okay, I get the general concept of what's going on here.
1: A secret code name for Room 303 is two peas in a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The final NBA news this week is Nike is finally re-releasing Kobe Bryant's merchandise line, and they have decided... (laughs) <laughs> Mamba Week is going to start August 23rd, bro. And uh, Los Angeles, or the state of California, decided that Mamba Day would be eight twenty four. So it's going to be a week-long celebration of Kobe Bryant, and they're going to be releasing Kobe 5 Protos, which is just a remake of the Kobe 5s, <clears throat> in all dope colorways. So...
0: That's pretty. Exciting. Are they? Uh, are they going to lift COVID restrictions so that everyone can go out and celebrate Mamba Week? Or are they still?
1: No, but what you do is you just say you're protesting, and they'll let you do. They'll let you celebrate Mamba Week.
0: I'm protesting the lack of buckets on this court, so I'm <laughs> about to go get me some.
1: I'm I'm protesting these bum ass Hilo pilots.
0: Oh, man, that's that's like a low. That's like a man. You just love to on this podcast alienate sex of society. Alienate or promote. First, it was the defund NASCAR, which got us some some good uh, some good uh, some good viewers. Then uh, I think the other podcast, you did something which was anti anti current rhetoric.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just
0: now uh, now you're just now you're just blanket shaming all the helo pilots.
1: You one thousand percent, except for uh, Black Hawk pilots, bro. Those dudes are crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll also talk about Navy pilots too. That's they're they're pretty cool.
1: I mean, the fighter pilots are better. Not, I mean, helicopter pilots. I'm not riding. You're all You're, you're Hey, brought-
0: I I see. I see what trap you're trying to get me into, and it's for my friends who are Navy pilots listening to this to be like, you didn't defend us. But we're the best Helo Pilots in the Navy. In the, the world.
1: in the Navy, you're correct. Bunch of bums, the lot of them. If you're listening, you I, heard me.
0: I, I disagree. You're a poor
1: man's I know, Alex Smith.
0: I know a couple of fantastic Helo Pilots, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, here, so, so here, so hero of the podcast, and, and I want to say, I, I want to one day, I don't care how old we are or how old he is, I want to say one day, actual friend of the podcast. Joe Kelly,
1: thousand percent, one thousand percent. So, we,
0: so that, that's our next goal. We got sponsored. We need to. We need to get us up, put on YouTube, and then when that happens, the next goal is going to be get Joe Kelly to actually talk to us, right? Hundred percent. So Joe Kelly's suspension was reduced from eight games to five games, and as soon as the news came out, and somebody, some glorious reporter, stuck a microphone in Joe the Legend's face he instantly continued bashing the Astros. What did he call them?
1: He called them a bunch of snitches and rats for (laughs) for kowtowing and refusing to accept punishment for them accepting the the cheating, and they blamed it on management, the coaches, the general manager, the owner. I'm like, wow, he's not wrong about
0: Joe Kelly has zero chill, and it's the best kind of zero chill.
1: He's he's the Batman villain who killed Batman's parents. Joe Chill, bro.
0: Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not that guy. I love the reference, by the way. I I, I want to properly acknowledge that. I love that reference, but I don't think I think he's the I think he's the uh, the hero we need. Like the Astros are maybe a Lex Luthor type, where they're trying to convince us that they're good for the city, <laughs> and and Joe <laughs> Kelly is more of a to, to cross it over here is more of a Punisher who you think is bad, but is actually working for the greater good. All but out. it's but it's his greater good
1: because <laughs> all, all he does is punish Astros players <laughs> with,
0: with devastating sliders.
1: Let's talk about that website we're starting.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna so we're gonna start a website and we're gonna call it "Did the Cardinals Play Today?" The St. Louis Cardinals, and for the last 15 days, the answer would have been no, and they're not expected to play today, and they're not expected to play tomorrow, and they hopefully will play Saturday. Because their series against the White Sox has been postponed because a coach tested positive. By the way, if you're tracking, that's that's 15 days and by Saturday it will be 17 days of no Cardinals baseball. Now, Jermaine, I, I kind of put you I put you up to a test when we were in Diego Garcia. And I don't throw that fast anymore. I would probably say low seventies, right? <laughs> High sixties to low seventies. And and it was it was pretty difficult, you would say, to hit a to hit a fastball.
1: One hundred percent, yeah.
0: Still okay, got, so you would so you would say
1: and I don't even play baseball.
0: So you would say that hitting a ninety-three mile per hour fastball would be increasingly incredibly difficult from that.
1: Yeah, exponentially.
0: Okay, so now you've waited 15 days and you're oh. trying to hit 93 mile per hour fastballs while everybody yeah. else while everybody this isn't this isn't like spring training, everybody. You gotta <laughs> understand. Everybody else, including the Marlins, are still playing. Baseball, so you're facing guys that are warm, that are tested, that are loose, and you're stepping back in after 15 days of not seeing live pitching. I, the, the, I bet the Cardinals win under right now.
1: Let's let's fade the Cardinals this weekend. Let's just put out our first MLB bets and say whoever they're playing. I because I looked it up, and I forgot already. Um, we just bet we bet that team to win.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Let's see who they are playing. Oh, do 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 do. oh look at this! Do do. Oh, the, oh they, they will be playing the White Sox in Chicago on oh, Saturday.
1: They got potential to win those games for sure. I'm, I'll bet White Sox.
0: Yep, bet White Sox. They play the White Sox uh, Saturday, uh, two games Saturday. And yeah, and Sunday.
1: That's the other thing. They have to play double headers now for pr- essentially the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, and then Monday they play the Cubs. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday they play the Cubs. So just bet, bet Cubs.
1: Red hot, red hot Cubs. Yeah, w- one again today, four two. Hugh
0: Darvish. Then they don't. They don't really get a break until they play the Royals at the end of August, and then they play Indians, Reds, Cubs, Twins, <laughs> Reds, Brewers. <laughs> And then they don't get a break until mid-September when they play the Pirates.
1: Man, they are going to do a lot of losing.
0: Hold on, let me let me take a look at the at the baseball unders right now. I'm gonna you, you, um, you, you, I'm gonna move talk, on yeah, you, to uh,
1: football real quick. So the Europa League semifinals uh, have been set. We've got Sevilla versus Manchester United and Shakhtar versus Inter Milan.
0: That's interested. And, so, in
1: and so. I don't know I the only you know these are all pretty decent teams but I'm a Man U fan so I'm biased uh, I, I think, don't I don't think, think we win
0: I think Sevilla I think Sevilla is going to beat Man U Man U is missing Phil Jones and Luke Shaw right who are pretty good defenders in their in their uh, back line uh and I, I I mean Man City should have smoked Copenhagen in uh in their last game and it ended up coming down to uh extra time I think Sevilla is, is too fast and too attacking. I think they're going to win. And I also think that Shakhtar is going to beat Inter Milan. Inter Milan is missing a a big uh, Virocic, I think is his name, Virocic, who's their defensive midfielder, is a big part of how they play the game. I think Shakhtar wins this game.
1: I think I'm going to have to second both of those uh, comments. I don't think Manu really cares about Europa because the restart is so quick. <clears throat> for the next season of Premier League, and Premier League just ended for them, they they might already be burned out, not really caring, and then the whole Jordan Sancho transfer window, which is not going to happen. is just bothering everyone probably. <laughs> but uh, a <clears throat> quick UCL recap for the two matches that have been played so far. We've got it. Absolute dynamite matchup tomorrow. The trash talk is already being slung by Arturo Vidal. Did you hear what he said to Bayern?
0: Dude, there's a reason you're fucking sitting on Barcelona's bench, you freaking shaved head monkey.
1: <laughs> you're
0: frickin so mad. Moron. <laughs> Cracking on our freaking first team. So you had to run back to Barcelona. Bum." <laughs>
1: your day they're not a bundesliga side bro you better watch out <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. oh thanks hey uh, hey arturo vidal while you were freaking while you were freaking trying to make it to the champions league in syria we were running the champions league
1: i love it dude i love the trash talk i love like, it
0: like they're not a bundesliga side you could have been like hey everybody we're playing soccer that's what he just like you just said. If you think a team like Bayern is going into is is playing a team like Barcelona and they're going, oh, we're gonna wax this team, then you're then you're not giving them the. De- they have Messi. he's one of the greatest players in the world. Did you hear about
1: the R- Ronaldo news that Juventus is pulling? Huh. They've offered Ronaldo to everyone essentially, including Barcelona.
0: Tony, dude. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Pirlo wants wants Ronaldo. I think he wants to build. I think he wants to build that team from the ground up with young players who aren't Ronaldo.
1: Well, he's not young, so that makes sense. But uh, just to recap, PSG <clears throat> won an extra time.
0: Oh, you saw the end of that game.
1: Oh man, that was that was a wild finish. They scored two goals between the 90th and 93rd yeah. minute to Those win. Of
0: you guys you guys who did not watch it, it was Atalanta 1-0 in the 91st minute. And then by the 93rd minute, it was PSG 2 to 1.
1: Unbelievable. They got, they got really lucky to escape that game. And then Atletico did fall to RB Leipzig.
0: And there goes my pick for the Champions League.
1: <laughs> Our boy Tyler Adams, another young stud for the U.S. men's national team is the first American to score in UCL quarters or later.
0: Making We're starting to build a footprint. Here starting we go, dog.
1: Build. Rub those hands together, bro. <laughs> oh, man. So, NCAA's had quite a reckoning. We kind of covered it already with all the teams in the last podcast, I'm not teams, but all the conferences that are just canceling out, right? Um, one big DC said,
0: "FU, we're playing."
1: Who who are you?
0: SEC and the ACC.
1: Yeah, Big 12 released their schedule.
0: Gotta love it.
1: Uh, big 12 released their schedule with one non-conference opponent. They're like, whatever. Like, does,
0: so, so, My question is, who does Ohio State go play for this year?
1: Bro, so ne- people are mad at Nebraska because Nebraska is like, we want to play. And they were going to leave Big goal- Ten.
0: <laughs> 12, Nebraska.
1: They were going to leave the Big Ten to go play in another conference. And everyone's like, you owe the Big Ten an apology. I hate when people say that these people owe apologies. No, they don't.
0: <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. I lived 15 years in Colorado. All right. I don't necessarily like college football, but I grew up on Big 12 football. In Colorado there's one rivalry in color- in football that you grow up on. And you grew grew up growing up in the 90s in Colorado, it was Colorado, the University of Colorado against Nebraska. If yeah, you look they- back Nebraska is not a Big Ten school. They are a Big Twelve school. So the fact that people are saying that we need to apologize, that Nebraska needs to apologize to the Big Ten is ludicrous. It's, it's insane. exhibit.
1: It's insane. I don't if they don't owe anyone an apology. They want to play football.
0: Just go back to the Big Twelve. Come home, Nebraska. Nebraska, listen to me. Come home. The, so Big, the Big Twelve won. Ma-
1: Nah, keep, Big Ten and keep those bums.
0: You're just mad because they fucking ran the Big 12 for years and beat Texas.
1: What? Nebraska? Nobody remembers them. Do they even play football? Excuse me? Terrible. They're poor man's Alex Smith of college football. You,
0: you, you just brain farted the entire, ni- entire 1990s.
1: Dude, I wasn't alive in the 90s.
0: Don't. <laughs> Give the, the listeners a false. You're, you're much older. You're much older than you gave away.
1: Right. So the uh, the news was senators have created a college athletes bill of rights with some of the things that they think needs to be included in the sports legislation. So we're not really going to touch on any of that, like the actual details and the minutia of it, but just know that senators are working on a larger bill to include ways for athletes to actually um, earn compensation. So that, I thought that was pretty dope news. So
0: so I missed my MLB rant. Can I have a rant about this?
1: Uh, Sure.
0: Why did you take... Last week, we talked about the Supreme Court passing or okaying uh, payments, right, for educational benefits. We're talking about senators framing college athletes' bill of rights. We didn't put them in fine, fine them and cut them, but I have two fine them and cut-ups. The NCAA and their president, Mark Emmert, for, for basically saying like they're, – they're letting people above him – like You're letting people outside your organization run your organization. You're the subject matter expert on this organization. If you did this, you'd be widely considered the greatest commissioner or, or whatever they call the, him. President. He, he, would, he would be the greatest president in NCAA history. If he did this, if he was progressive enough to do this Bill of Rights, to okay educational benefits, and to just pay the players a little bit, but you're letting the Supreme Court do it. Second. Early, find them and cut them, Is the Supreme Court and the Senators? Don't you guys have other stuff to be worrying about? <laughs> college, football Bill of Rights, and educational benefits for college football players. This is the Supreme Court of the United States, and this is our Senate. Work on something like, like, I, I, I don't know, like COVID measures, like prison,
1: like, prison reform.
0: Maybe remember this whole thing called Black Lives Matter. Maybe you should focus on, on that. On upending systematic racism in our society, but no, let's frame a college athlete bill of rights because that applies to what two percent of the population?
1: If if that, bro,
0: ridiculous. That. Okay, I got my rant in for the day. I, I feel better.
1: No, well, you also ranted about Madden, so
0: man, that's just a, that's ongoing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You called me the rantor. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Egregious. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. So, our main topic today is UFC 252, which is the trilogy rematch between Miocic and Daniel Cormier. And Cormier is already on the record saying this is his last fight. And if I was a betting man, and I am, I would also say that this is Miocic's last fight. So, it's going to be a big deal. I'm actually looking forward to it a lot because the first two fights were absolute class, very exciting, even though one of them was a (laughs) first-round knockout. Uh, There was a fourth-round TKO. Uh, I think that Daniel Cormier is not going to play as fast as loose and out in the open as he did in in the rematch, which he lost. I think he's going to be more tactical. He's going to look for takedowns early and often. He's going to look to control the bout that way. If you want to bet Daniel Cormier, which I think is going to end up winning this fight, I think it's going to be Cormier. And I think if you bet him, you want to bet early and in, in the matchup. So probably under the fir- in the first two rounds. And if you and if you want to bet Miocic, you want to bet him finishing it probably in the latter three or fourth, third or fourth round.
0: Yeah. So so Cormier's the the Cormier's odds right now to win uh, just at any time, no props or anything like that is minus one fifteen. Another bet that I would talk about that you missed because I think that. I think that Cormier wins, just like you said, and I think he wins early. The under two and a half rounds right now is plus one fifteen. So that might be a bet that I'm that I'm taking this weekend. But you said it perfectly. I would also bet if you think Miotrich is gonna win, or if you think Cormier is win, bet on both to get a knockout. This fought is this fight has not gone to the decision uh in any of their fights. So so if whoever you think is gonna win, also throw on that prop of, of the knockout bet.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna end in a KO fashion as well. Uh Cormier has, I think, a a career uh, ten knockouts, and Miocic has the most UFC heavyweight title defenses. These dudes go out there and they brawl. They deliver the goods. Well, Cormier not always, but <laughs> all right. So the next one is rising star, right? Rising star, everyone's new favorite, Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera. Did you see what uh, Sean O'Malley did, like in the lead up to this? No. So he dyed his hair the colors of the Ecuadorian flag.
0: Is that Vera's country?
1: That's Vera's country, yeah. yeah I love it. And then Vera was asked about it. And he's just like, I don't care. My skin's thicker than his mom.
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good comeback, yeah.
1: He's like, I'm the youngest in a family of like six or seven. Uh, he's like, I got tough skin. I was just I'm like...
0: I've been fighting my whole life is basically what he just said.
1: One thousand percent, I loved it. I was, I love it because it's not like it's not it's not disrespectful, but it's still super entertaining. So obviously, I, we think here at Room Three Hundred Three, O'Malley wins, but he has a minus three ten favorite on the unofficial sports book of Room Three Hundred Three Five Dimes, and so we looked up a little prop wager. O'Malley KO is actually plus one sixty five. Insane. Uh ah, tremendous value uh, what do we look for here nick
0: it's value we look it's for value. value and this is i mean we look for two things jermaine when we bet we look for value and we look for free money free money doesn't come along that often uh, guess what guess what kitties sugar shane o'malley ko that's free money
1: that's free money uh i'd be shocked if it doesn't happen but i mean wild things happen sometimes so,
0: one punch, as we always say, one punch 100%. Yeah,
1: I was just looking to see if maybe Travis Kelsey's contract details leaked, but they have not. Um, I don't know why that popped into my head, but it did. So, O'Malley plus 165, book it. We really like that value, we like that bet a ton. If I was a betting man, and I am, that's what I would take. The next matchup is another heavyweight bout on the card, it is Junior Dos Santos versus. J- Jarzinho Rosenstreak. Uh, Rosenstreak's the favorite in this one. He's uh, minus, let's see. Uh, uh, I don't think we wrote that one down. So let's belay, belay my I believe,
0: I believe he's minus 145, if I remember correctly.
1: Minus 145, right? So I actually like Dos Santos by decision here, which is plus 360. Uh, what are we just, what are we just rants about value? <laughs> right. Yeah. We're just
0: so, about so, value. so speaking of, of Jermaine's value pick, right. Santos wins by decision is plus 360. I think the last you read, you said before the podcast, the last four fights that DeSantis has had, Santos, Jesus, there's my pronunciation issue coming up again. The last four fights that he had, he's won, but they've all been by unanimous decision, right?
1: No, that was a different fighter, brother. Dos Santos is actually, uh, he's won by knockout and then lost two of his last um, three fights. There you go. He doesn't, here's the thing, he doesn't actually, we're doing this because it's plus 360. I just think that's good value. For some reason, I think him winning by decision is something that, that could happen. But he's not really a takedown kind of guy. In fact, he averages 0.33 per 15 minutes, like attempts. <laughs> he's landed just five in his career. So that oh, so, so
0: so bet him to win it by submission, right?
1: No. I mean, he's really a striker. I mean, he probably that can't knows, win by was oh, I, I was like, uh, what? And then Rosenstreak is the same way. He does not do – he hasn't secured a single takedown in his in his UFC through five fights. So this is going to be a stand-up brawl between heavyweights. Uh, I didn't really know which way to lean. So I ended up liking that Dos Santos by decision. That's what I'm going with. But if you like Dos Santos to win by knockout, uh, he's plus 110. And then Rosenstreak's minus 145.
0: Yeah, and the reason that we took the, the De Los Santos wins by decision bet is because the Rosenstrick uh, by knockout is like minus 160-something. So they expect him to win by knockout.
1: Yeah, so that's why we we just kind of bucked the trend. We saw something we liked, and we're like, yeah, there's, there's odds that that can happen. Also, odds that they can't, which is why it's not very good. One punch. One punch. Everyone knows the rule. <laughs> so we got uh, Burns versus pineda next right pineda's had a long layoff uh in the octagon so he's returning for this fight versus a red hot fighter in burns and the odds makers agree with us that he's red hasn't
0: Burns won his last three fights in the first round
1: yes he has he's had finishes in the first round Uh, two submissions one knockout um, and he's only earned his UFC contract on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, which is a fantastic show if you haven't ever seen it. Um, he earned his contract a year ago, and he's <clears throat> searching for his third straight first-round finish inside the octagon. So that's that'll be tight. Uh, I think Burns wins this fight. So we took a little prop on this because Burns' odds are so high. We looked for Burns' submission. And we're taking burn submission at minus 125 for the card. We think he wins, uh, and we just decided that submission was the way he's going to do it. And then rounding out the main events, we're not really going to cover prelims. I do have a little blurb on the prelims that I'll get to at the very end. But rounding out, (laughs) I'm going to let Nick say this name because he really, really likes saying this name. Go ahead and tell him. (laughs)
0: So the 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 fight is between Dotson and a young Russian lad named Dvalishvani. <laughs>
1: I've
0: forgotten how to say it. I had it. I had it Google translated before.
1: Under pressure, and he cracked, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Dvalishvani, Dvalishvili, Dvalishvili. That's what it was. Dvalishvili.
1: There it is. I got Dotson it. Back. Against
0: Dvalishvili.
1: And he he walked the first four batters but then he got three strikeouts.
0: Hey man. Well, is this, is this my is this my men's baseball league?
1: <laughs> so uh as Nick was saying, we think Devalish Vili is going to win this fight. We didn't really like any of the action on it, so we're staying away from it, but if you're looking for you know, essentially a, a safe bet, Uh, devosh Schuylery would be that. But my at minus two forty five, the juice is almost not worth the squeeze. So maybe you parlay him with Burns, right? Maybe him, Burns, and O'Malley would be a nice little parlay, a three favorite parlay. You throw ten spot on, twenty spot on, and maybe you get like a fifty dollar return, depending on how the odds shake out. So
0: we'll see. I'll, I'll let the people know while you talk about your prelim blurb.
1: And so out of the prelims. There looks like looks like there's gonna be some good fights. This this card had a few fights uh taken off due to one individual testing positive and then uh for COVID nineteen. So that fight was taken off the card and then you know things were shuffled around and re reorged. I like Jim Miller as a dog on this prelim card. Uh I just I just really like the way that matchup shakes out. Uh Obviously, he's the underdog. So if he gets smacked, don't come back. Don't come crying back to Papa. So he might even be even now, based on line movement. Uh, that's something that uh, I didn't double check before we started. And then I'm my girl, little bulldog Felice Herrig. She's one of my favorite fighters. Is fighting on this card, so I'm super excited about that. But uh, she's a dog, and I don't really see her winning. So I actually think a little parlay on the two Brazilian women fighters. Would be a really nice, really nice option since they're both favorites.
0: But so that's, here's, so here's what a parlay on uh, O'Malley, Burns, and Davashvili wins you. Six, 10 dollars wins you sixteen.
1: Ten dollars wins you sixteen.
0: Yeah. If you add oh, in, wow. if you add in the parlay for your. Uh, if you add in a parlay for your uh, Brazilian girls, it ups it to 46
1: $10 wins you 46 but you have yeah. to pick five winners.
0: So O'Malley, Divashvili, Souza, Burns, and Chenda Yeah,
1: that, that, might be, that might be a fun little parlay we, we just throw out there to see if it hits.
0: 10 wins you 46 at 100 wins you 460. So,
1: so yeah, let's throw 100 on it then. Yeah, you y- you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. $100, five, five fight parlay.
0: That's right. People um, are like, they just <laughs> throw away their money on that podcast. <laughs> and, so, and Miller Miller is still a dog on five times plus 115.
1: Plus 115. Yeah, I, I just I like that value, which yeah, if I was a betting man, and I am. We look for value. So that kind of wraps up our UFC 252 preview. I'm looking forward to this card a lot. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of legacy on the line in the main event. And uh, Sean O'Malley is a budding superstar, right? And UFC is hoping hoping that he continues to win win dominantly win impressively because he's trying to fight maybe another two times this year so if he stays clean and just keeps taking bodies and heads uh that could very much happen because it's we're barely in the eighth month we've got four more months he's already in shape obviously since he's fought so much this year so it's definitely definitely hoping he he keeps winning because uh, i don't want to get it. i hate when you see like a budding star take a knockout or a, or a decision loss and then
0: yeah definitely
1: kills all that momentum so. So, uh,
0: so obviously keep in mind tomorrow we'll be releasing tomorrow or saturday morning we'll be releasing our actual finalized UFC picks on Instagram and Twitter so follow us on Instagram and Twitter and uh let's win some money for UFC
1: yeah, if you're not already following us on Instagram or Twitter, the NBA model killed the bubble. I know we talked about it over and over and over again, but you could have made some fat cheddar if you were following the model.
0: So we bet. So so I bet I bet ten dollars a unit because I'm not because I'm not boozy like everybody else, and I and I like to keep my money uh, and make it stretch over the long term. But uh, we're up fifteen units right now, so obviously do the math, right? Up one hundred and fifty dollars, but that's in as many days, right? So you're b- basically making. About ten dollars a day on if if you bet all of our uh, all of our NBA model picks, and if you bet one hundred dollars every unit, well then you are up fifteen hundred dollars. It's an it's a nice little chunk of change that, that you would be up.
1: Yeah, definitely. So if you haven't already done that, I, I don't know how many more times we've got to tell you.
0: <laughs> so, so prior to our 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 great segment, Feynman cut Them, Jermaine. I have a non feynman cut Let's call them raise it and promote him, right? Raise him and promote him. Right, And my pick for this would be the N- the NHL bubble scoreboard operators who have been killing the NHL bubble in Edmonton with their scoreboard messages and everything. Let me just read a couple off to you. So they said, we would like to thank all the fans in attendance tonight. That was one that they put out. They said uh, they had the total fans in attendance up on the, the Jumbotron, and it said zero. And then they flashed a thing that said new record up there uh, in the in the seven, uh, seven overtime or excuse me, five overtime game. They had a seventh period stretch uh, that <laughs> they just played up on the board uh, in the next day's game between the Canes and the Bruins. They flashed a deja vu question mark when it went into the second overtime. Um uh, they said that uh they said a phrase they said concessions will be open all game to the fo- <laughs> to the folks at home and then finally the best one that i saw is they said exit your couch safely when the game ends <laughs> so they, they have been killing it raise raise them and promote them to the NHL uh, bubble scoreboard operators
1: fantastic keep it up fellas i loved all that we'll move on to everybody's favorite find them and cut them
0: You've yeah, been I.
1: And you've been cut.
0: Yeah, so th- this kind of been an ongoing. If if you guys tuned in probably a month ago, I would guess a couple episodes back, we we reported that uh, that Quentin Dunbar, the Seahawks corner, Seahawks defensive back, and the Giants Andre Baker were uh, involved, I guess, in a suspected robbery attempt. Uh, but the charges finally came down. The other day, and the Andre Baker was charged with four counts of robbery with a firearm, and uh, Quentin Dunbar was not charged because the Seahawks had their attention elsewhere. Jermaine,
1: they sure did. The Seahawks uh, during their training camp bubble, which they are currently in, uh, getting ready for the start of the season, a rookie cornerback by the name of Kama Sivarend he got cut for bringing a girl into the team hotel dressed her up in team gear (laughs) to sneak her in
0: yeah i don't i don't really see how this like did he like they apparently got video footage of him sneaking this girl in so i really hope it was a good lay because uh you're not in the nfl anymore young man
1: that's a big loss for man what's so funny is that reminds me of my uh my Corey station days.
0: Where's Corey station? Corey station was
1: my a school in the Navy.
0: Oh yeah. And
1: they had like, where, cap- where
0: is, what, what state is it in?
1: Pensacola, Florida, the the lawless great state of Florida. And, uh, they had cameras everywhere, like on the barracks to prevent you from, uh, fornicating. And so, but we all had the same PJs from boot camp, right? So it's not PJs, but, they were sweats for working out. So it's like a, it's like a hoodie and sweat pads and like tennis shoes. (laughs) And so
0: (laughs) when you wanted to, she just dressed her up in that and brought her back.
1: And she would just walk up to my door. My door would be open and she would use her key (laughs) to open the door, like (laughs) to feign the whole thing and then come in.
0: (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. I mean, You gotta love that that's why i was like i feel bad for this dude because i know what he's going yeah we've all done this man like we've all we've all we've all been in a place where it's like no girls allowed and the end your instant first thought is like okay how 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 are you how are we getting one in here
1: oh man so the fourth quarter just started and brooklyn is up seven on portland dog
0: live Uh, at portland
1: live bet portland i don't know man i've been watching this game i think brooklyn's gonna sink them you think so yeah i think it's huge for the suns because if the suns if the suns can stay red hot they'd have to win
0: that has to be a i mean
1: the suns would have to win 10 in a row to make the playoffs what a story that would be so uh to wrap up find him and cut him deandre baker Come on, baby. What is you doing? You've been fined. You've been cut. A once promising secondary player. You're gone. Yeah, you uh, Quentin Dunbar, you dodged the bullet, but your boy did not. Sivarand, I'm sorry, buddy. We got to do this to you. Yeah. You've been cut. Yeah, we ain't going to find you. You keep your money because we understand, but you've been cut. Well, you ain't,
0: you ain't got any money anymore right now. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. You hopefully Hopefully, old girl has a place to stay.
0: I asked you the, uh, and you don't have to sneak into there. I asked you at the uh, at the beginning of the podcast, everybody, what was the previous record for saves in an NHL game prior to uh, Copasalo's performance, uh, and then I asked you a bonus question: which goalie has made the most saves and allowed zero goals, aka gotten a shutout in a single game? The m- record, the previous record for saves was Ron Tugnut. What a last name.
1: What he a made, great name. Hold on. Whoa, made, whoa. You, can't, you can't blow by Tugnut not saying it. Dude,
0: goalie Ronnie Tugnut.
1: <laughs> Man, that dude had a flow bucket. You know it. I'm looking oh, like he did. He, right he
0: he, yeah, he had to have had a flow bucket. In 1991, in a game, uh, Tugnut played for the Quebec Nordiques. And in a game in 1991, he saved 70 out of 73 shots.
1: Oh, my God. This dude's a dork.
0: Is he a dork?
1: Oh, one hundred percent, dude. He looks like
0: uh his name uh, is Ron Tugnut though.
1: He looks like uh oh this one never mind. That's a older photo. Yeah, he had a flow bucket dog. Of course he did.
0: Look oh, you look at the one with him in glasses.
1: Yeah, dude. He looks Working like a dork day. in that one. Yeah. Way. Looks like a he looks like a coked out Dennis the Menace in his fifties.
0: Jeez. That's not right <laughs> So yeah, so he played for the Quebec Nordiques and made seventy of seventy three saves in nineteen ninety one. And then the answer to the bonus question: Which goalie has made the most saves and gotten a shutout? Edmonton's Ben Scrivens in two thousand fourteen against the San Jose Sharks saved fifty nine of
1: fifty
0: nine. Shutout <sighs> win.
1: That is putting in work, bro.
0: That's that is very that is also like a Copa Solo. You walk in the locker room and you go, "You guys are all." getting on you guys are all getting on a greyhound bus and you're driving back up to edmonton and i'll fly the jet
1: yo ben scrivens way to deliver that pow pow bro that's that pow pow right there 59 from 59
0: that is good yeah
1: that's king chach
0: (laughs) we mentioned it already obviously we we have the the almost daily uh, NBA picks. We're gonna try to get some MLB picks out to you. We've already gotten some soccer picks out. The Wyndham Classic is going right now. We released some golf picks for that. But you have to follow us on Instagram and you have to follow us on Twitter to get access to those picks. We don't just give them out for free. Well, they are free, but you need to give us a follow <laughs> first to for you to see each each daily pick. And like I said, the model's been doing very well right now, and and uh, and we're doing we're doing pretty great overall. So. Remember, I, I I always say it at the end. Remember to download, like, subscribe, and then let us know. Comment. Let let us know what you think. Let us know what you're doing good. Let us know what what, what we're doing bad. And we appreciate all the feedback. And shout out to Thrive Sports, man. They've they've been. Uh, I, I know you'll probably you you'll hear ad reads at the beginning and end of this podcast, but they've been. Uh, we I got I gotta show I gotta show love to the sponsor of the podcast. Just shout out shout out Thrive Sports if you're into. If you're into player props, and now is a great time for player props. Hopefully, you checked in on those Dame Lillard plus points because you would have been a you would have been a very a very wealthy man if you would have if you would have cashed in on that.
1: Yeah, one thing we'll have to look into as as room 303. We'll have to post some lineups like two or three times a week for the different sports we got going. For sure, definitely, we we definitely love some NFL props. Uh, baseball props are always fun. Uh, definitely have to do a PDA. Uh, FedEx cup prop for sure. So we'll start, we'll start getting our own lineups together and posting them as well. So you can like challenge us with your lineup. If you, if that's something you want to do, or if you want to follow our lineup, you'd be more than welcome to. So we'll start, we'll start putting those out, but shout out thrive fantasy prop up, baby.
0: What else you got for the people, Jermaine?
1: Uh, that's it. Just a big all thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, Dynamic Keynote, out. Hey, Room 303 listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting, even when your favorite team isn't suiting up? Then Thrive Fantasy is the destination you're looking for. A -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on. Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code ROOM303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28 to 3? Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify.